1: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannotto and Jeffrey time.
3: Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: Mother, can you hear me
2: welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> to the Giannotto and Jeffrey show. We're coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter at jwright 929 espn Dennis Fuller's producing the program for us. Glad that he is with us. Sitting across from me is the Commercial commercial Appeal's lead sports columnist. The lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee. Barely. Tied for eighth, best sports columnist, in the United States of America. He's on Twitter at MGNOTO. Mark, good day, sir. I'm still coming down from the high of last night. You go,
0: we had NFL season opener, obviously. Great game. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great, you know, compelling, maybe not great game, compelling game. It was a great it was a good watch. Good watch. It was it felt it felt intense. It was an intense game. As that's going on, you've got the controversy at the US Open and basically as soon as it ends, you go right into a semifinal match at the US Open that was very compelling. Yeah. Uh as a, what was her name? Sabalenka
2: Yeah, I don't. It's like, is it Arena Sabalenka? Yeah, against Madison Keys. I I don't really know how to say her first name, so I just call her Sabalenka. We'll
0: get into that in the list, and then you wake up and you've got FIBA basketball all right in a row to kick off our weekend. Mm -hmm. FIBA World Cup. Yeah, it's well, it was a nice. It's it's good. It's just good to have this just non having the the nonstop just game after game slapping you in the face. It's good to have it back. I missed
2: it. There's no question. It's like you realize like. I feel like it always hits you like in July. It's like God, we just need—I just got to get to sports, like real sports. Yeah, yeah. Like I well, just can't care about July baseball, but it's here. It's here, baby. It's here. It's and full full slate, and then like, you're right. Like we are really trending towards just one of the best times on the calendar. <laughs> like when you get when football this gets started, it, it feels playoff like playoff baseball. It, there's no question. Like this is the first. I may not move from the couch. Like my my ass may just fuse straight like straight to the couch.
0: Do I really have to go do that? Like if if you need to do something, it needs to be before eleven a.m.
2: I agree. Yeah,
0: you know, like before eleven a.m. Especially now that the United States not they're not going for gold on Sunday. You've got no mornings. I'm all yours. Sometimes you can if those if the early Saturday games. Like there's a chance I'm, wi- I'm willing to cut into Vandy Wake if it's important. Correct. At ten, if if, if I need to go between the, ten and eleven to do something, I'll, But no, you're we right. We all have to make sacrifices. You're right. Here.
2: You really need to be pretty locked in by eleven. Yeah. No, it's that. That's that's the type of weekend it is because you've got Dion Colorado early. Yeah. Then, NC State Notre Dame I think could be a pretty good watch. Like if you're going to have to do something, I think you need to be. You need to be back ready by now. 2:30. What you'll
0: realize, Jeffrey,
2: two 30s when the life good, doesn't
0: like, always work that way, unfortunately. Well, for instance, I'm going to be I'm going to Jonesboro tomorrow, mm-hmm. but prior to that, I got to do kids stuff.
2: Yeah, I I also abide by the principle: life is what you make it, mm. and I've I've built my family around football. Mm, your football family, correct? Yeah. My my wife was not surprised when, like, I let her know on the first date, like, listen, I'm not just like a casual sports fan. I'm not a sports fan. I'm a uh. correct. Like this it is it's it is my job, but it's also my passion. <laughs> it's how I function. Like, you know, die doing what you love. Like losing like a third a third straight bet, like just having a heart attack and dropping dead. Like that would be the most fitting way for me to go. Well, these are the types
0: of Friday shows that you look forward to yes. because there's so much going on and we like to start our Friday show off. What are we going to be talking about coming out of the weekend? There are endless amount of choices here. So,
2: yeah, this is like the first Friday where it's like, I don't, I don't know, know.
0: Where do we want to go? Yeah, I don't know what we're going to be talking about coming out of the weekend. So we'll we'll go through the options here in a second. 240 or so. Blake Topmeyer, SEC columnist for the USA Today Network will join us. Obviously, a big weekend for the SEC after a disappointing week one. In general, but you've yeah, got Alabama I, I think, playing. You've got Alabama playing Texas. You've got A and M playing Miami. You've got Ole Miss against Tulane. You got Mississippi State against Arizona. You've got ooh, Georgia well,
2: against Ball State. Georgia <laughs> against
0: Ball v- Vandy Wake. <laughs> yes, you know the confusing um, colors game. Tennessee Austin P.
2: Mm, don't know about that one, but um, it's a. Those I need to. Is Furman good again? South Carolina plays Furman, and if Furman's still good, oh, come on, that's a little. I'm telling you, I don't like the vibes that Shane's got going right now. They'll win the Furman game. I I suspect, but if if
0: Furman's good again, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, it's a big, it's a big good, it's a big perception weekend for the SEC. Just you know, you're, you've got. Bama playing against technically the Big Twelve, but an incoming SEC member. You've got A against the ACC. You've got Ole Miss going against the the best Group of Five team from a year ago, and you've got Mississippi State going against a Pac twelve team. So yeah, um, you know we could get based off of the like let's say let's say Texas, a very realistic scenario would be Texas. And Miami winning. And then I, I can't, you know, how good is Arizona? Arizona's really bad, right? I know they're going to be good maybe in a year or two.
2: Arizona's really frisky, but they're not very talented.
0: But like if you lose both the, the AM and Bama game, there's going to be some. Uh, well, is this a down year for well, the, for it, the it, SEC? At that
2: point, you can make the argument becomes Georgia or bust. Yeah. Like, because at that point, I guess Alabama would have to run the table, Georgia, Tennessee or bust. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I think most people are doing the move where everyone – I don't think anyone thinks, like, Tennessee's bad, but it's just, like, you just assume Georgia's better than them. It
0: it strikes me as Tennessee, like, is going to be the Sugar Bowl team that doesn't make the playoffs Yeah, I can buy that, yeah. That would be my gut take. But, um, yeah, big weekend, so we'll get into that with Blake uh, later this hour. 3 o'clock or so, we will get into the list. We've got another – some more words from Penny Hardaway on Mikey Williams, including the uh, news that he has enrolled
2: uh, in school for this semester. Wait, maybe not going to class? Online class. Right, but turns out maybe too famous to go to class?
0: Maybe. I, I, you well, know, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it in the list, and then uh, we'll give you our games of the weekend, the games we're most looking forward to watching on a great weekend. But let's let's start with what are we going to be talking about coming out of the weekend why don't we start well, let's start local. Okay. Okay. First with the news of last night, I think it broke around 10, 11 o'clock at night, that there was a uh shot a man shot at the little baby show at FedEx Forum. Okay? And then the other local angle of I've also got a uh you know Memphis football game coming yeah. up. Uh over uh Tomorrow night in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, will we be talking about the Little Baby concert coming out of the weekend? The fact that someone got shot. The Memphis Police Department is now reporting it is. They believe it is to be a premeditated shooting. Um, So this wasn't just some random, you know, like this. This was a coordinated uh, something. I don't know, you know. I don't know exactly what to describe no, it as other I think than see, that. It
2: seems like it was targeted.
0: Yeah, targeted. I think
2: premeditated is what
0: they use, right? That was yeah, the Premeditated term. was yeah. the word they use. But the reason we're bringing it up on our show is just because it happened at FedEx Forum, an arena, you know, the arena everyone here goes to. You know, it is a little scary that there was a gun inside
2: at a, you know, well now at I mean, the concert last and again, night. How did that happen? Not that they're related, but this also comes off the heels of the the Chicago the yes. guaranteed rate. Yes, field in, in incident. Chicago- and, yes, with the White Sox. And yes. now it's it's this question of is this becoming a pattern where people are now getting guns into well, and stadiums mean and our, arenas.
0: Our arena experience is going to change because they're
2: going to have to get. Oh, my tighter. suspicion is the next whatever the next event is at FedEx Forum. Mm-hmm. I suspect that it's going to be, I <laughs> well, security is going to tighten up. Now, I think, I think what we'll find is that. This wasn't somebody that just went through like the metal detector. You know what I mean. I, I think we're gonna find out that it was there was there was an inside some correct. sort of inside job. Correct. Interesting. Or someone found like knew of a way in that didn't. Still, the the way to fu- inside job.
0: Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Sure. There's some help from inside. Yeah. Uh, to get in, I, I could see that because I mean I've I've been at those whether it's going to a game or a concert as a fan or just observing as a you know media member like. You know, it's hard, it's hard to get through there without going through the metal detector. I can't, I, like, I don't think it's really possible. I was, because I was trying to the rack. The way it's positioned. I was trying to rack positioned. my brain. And I guess I don't, like, you know, some, in a big crowd of people, if, like, a bunch of people are flooding through, like, you
2: know, maybe, maybe you can sneak through it, that I way. I don't know, man. It's, as if, it's tough. When you're covering in the media, it's tough because there's not that many people. Like, there's never going to be, like, a. Oh, there's so many people here. Like everyone's just has to go through the security. But even like, I think back to a couple of playoff games where security was ramped up. Remember after the protesters? Mm-hmm. I just don't. Well, I don't. I well, think say it's this. really tough. We'll in the public probably spot. get an
0: indication of how it happened. They might not tell us how it happened. We'll see. There's some good reporters on this now, but. We'll know based on like when you go to a Grizzlies game in a couple months what they did. Like for instance, remember in the playoffs a couple years ago with the Timberwolves when the protesters yeah, stuck onto the court. Yeah. At, well, this past season at FedEx Forum, one I, I, I noticed it, but you know it wasn't like written about or anything. But the way that person got down on the court is on the baselines there was like an open gate, you yeah. know, that on each side that you could just walk through. Or excuse me, on the on the. On the side where the visitors' locker room is, near the visitors' bench, you could just walk. You could walk down onto the court level, floor level, from the upper part of the lower level. If that makes sense, well, from the stands,
2: I, I had a pretty good view. And on, they took that the- out.
0: Like next, the the like this past season, it was just all gated there. You know, like you couldn't just walk down to the floor from that side of the arena.
2: Yeah, because those I don't that person walked. That person walked like because they were basically sitting behind the goal yes. on the on the fixed end, not the not yes. the one that the not like the, the temporary one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And they just walked straight down. Yes, so, uh,
0: and they took that 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 access to the court yeah. is no
2: longer there after that incident. Uh, they took well, it out. Well, the other thing the though off-season. is like, I'm pretty sure they have like the facial recognition security. Like, this is why I don't think well, there's cameras all over the place. My guess is But it's is, why I don't think that this person got in the same way that the ticketed people got in. So you think we'll be talking about
0: this coming out of the weekend? Or do you think this is a one day a week, a one day story? We might be talking about. Maybe, it. but coming. like
2: I don't think it's like lead story.
0: Okay. I think the only way we're talking about Memphis football coming out of the weekend is if they lose to Arkansas State. Is that right? maybe if they look really good i or or, if, or are we at the point what if it's like where it's an important moment for the program for the coach for everything are we talking
2: about that it, we're talking about it no matter what i see this is kind of where where i am on this so i'm taking like in in my picks today i I'm taking Memphis. Like, I'm a big believer of identify the sucky team and bet against them until everyone can catch up. And I mm-hmm. think Arkansas State's horrible. Mm-hmm. And Butch Jones yesterday pontificating about Tennessee. That was a couple
0: days ago. Please. Whatever,
2: Wednesday, I think. That was like, ooh, that's alarming. So, what happens if, like, they win and it's really sloppy? Like, what if, like you know, it comes down, like, they score late, or maybe you know they they get a stop late to end the game, and they win by a possession. And it's just like a oh man, I don't know. Is are we still talking about them? Because I think the two scenarios are that you're laying out if they lose, which is alarming. Yeah, and that'd then be bad. if they win in a blowout, and maybe to like your point, like maybe it good. It's another week where like maybe the defense only gives up seven. Yeah, and and they just look good. Correct, they look good. Yeah. Correct, and so then you can start to do the all right Navy, Navy. This you know take care of business against Navy, and then you got a pretty big one against Missouri. Like I I think, I think you're right. Those are the two scenarios. Can you Mm -hmm. can you envision another one?
0: No, I mean no, probably not. I
2: mean, I guess what if Seth turns the ball over again? Yeah, I mean that starts becoming an issue.
0: Yeah. you, you do want to see Seth have a good game, or you'd like to see I, Seth play Seth, clean. Seth play, yeah, clean. Yeah, I mean, he did. Like, like I said, he earlier in the week, he completed seventy five percent of his passes for the first time in his career, and I think part of the way he was playing was the fact that it sounds like they had no idea what type of defense Bethune Cookman was going to play. Yeah, and I can buy that. Um, and so, and they, yeah, so, but like you would like to see with with Hennigan. I mean, the two things that you can really kind of, in my mind, pinpoint over his first two years as a starter where you're like, what's gonna, what's it going to take for him to get to the next level? These are the two things he needs to get better at. One is deep balls. Like, he's not a great he, – he doesn't have a great percentage on deep balls. Let's put it that way. I think he actually throws maybe a better – like, he has a better arm than Brady White did. Yes, I agree. But –
2: he doesn't have the highest the completion rate on the big, the on, big plays. on yeah. big
0: plays. He 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 and and some of that is probably the wide receivers he's had, but some of it is also his accuracy on those throws. And then two, and I you know you, honestly, you hope you don't have to figure this out in this game. But like you know, in crunch time, he hasn't been at times at times he's been good last year though there were several moments where he didn't deliver in those big those key moments has he
2: had a has he had a game where it feels like to me when they win mm-hmm. it's kind of no doubters but has he had like a game where he's had a
0: he's had a couple i don't know if they've ended up winning the games like he's, he's had, had a some couple bring games him back but then like he's the, had a couple games like the two where lane
2: game last year to me was like the kind of the, the defining one where it's like they had the ball and I that, think they were down like well, 10 maybe. The reality
0: was when the game was on the line, didn't he throw an interception? Yes. When it was not yeah. on the line,
2: but like when they had worked their way all the way they back. They climbed their way back. I think they were still going to need an onside kick mm-hmm. probably. But, yeah, and and then he threw a pick in the end zone. It was kind of like the SMU game where, you know, he had a – although the SMU game, that, that one's even more you – know, like That for, was second down. Like, you know, he
0: made a bad play in the EC, to end the ECU game. But, like, if you go and look at, like, how they stayed in that game – you know he was pretty yeah, good. Yeah,
2: the, the ECU game was like tough he, because he scored a touchdown. He wouldn't. He they wouldn't have been in the game if he he did make a couple of mistakes. They fell but thirty
0: like, to. Tw- they were down thirty to twenty three yeah. with under two minutes to go. One forty five is when ECU scored, and he let them down the field in a minute and a half to tie the game and send it to overtime. Like he was. You know he has had moments where he's been good in the clutch, but the reality is, um, like I'm looking at to last, close that game. Remember they missed the two point conversion.
2: Yeah, but like last year Navy like. They hit some big play, but that like they were in front for most of that game. Arkansas State was kind of the same thing. The North Texas was like that weird... Like I, don't even, this, I don't even remember the it game. It was like a high-scoring game, but it was really sloppy. It was like a lot of turnovers and... Temple, I remember the
0: offense was not good, but they won because the defense played well and they... Wasn't that game
2: like 3 to nothing at half? Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, ugly. They yeah. won 24-3. It was ugly, though. Uh, Houston, I thought he played really well for like three quarters. I thought. The whole team did. Yeah. That was like
0: the first three quarters of the Houston game was probably their best performance of the year. It's just the fourth quarter was the worst quarter of the year. He doesn't – like. I don't know if he's had like a – like a... Well, I don't know if this is the game that – honestly. I hope it's not. Yeah, yeah. Based on what you saw last week, you hope it's not the game where you have to do it. But it is, it's It's going to be a road game. It's, it's Arkansas State's first home game. And if Butch Jones has a shot, you know, like, right? If Butch Jones has a shot, that team's going to play hard on Saturday. Now, if they've given up on Butch Jones, yeah, I mean, which is very it's, possible. It's a,
2: it's a, The first question you have to define is, like, how does this team actually feel about Butch Jones? Yeah. I
0: suspect, at least in, initially, you are going to see a, like, highly motivated, embarrassed team from Arkansas State. But if you can, like, lead by a couple touchdowns at halftime, you'll blow them out.
2: Yeah, I think... I think you can make the argument that this is a team, like, jump up on them, don't give them a pulse.
0: Well, and and just in general, the way it appears they want to play, this is going to be a team that's going to be better suited once again to be a team that's in the lead, Memphis. They got a good defense. They got these two running backs that they want to use quite a bit. Um, I know they've got some new guys on the outside. uh, But that's the other thing is now – it's this second go round. It's an it's a step up in competition for the guys like C, Rock Taylor, uh, Blake Watson. Um, uh, who am I blanking? Who's the other running? Sutton Smith. Like those guys. Now, okay. Now you're playing what appears to be like a bottom tier FBS team. Yes. As opposed to a bottom tier FCS team. Correct. So, can they look as they they? If they if these guys are going to be big time playmakers for Memphis, they should still look explosive this week against a team like Arkansas State. Yes, and so there there will be plenty of plays to be made. Yeah, so we'll see. It's a it's a dangerous it's a dangerous game in the sense that we've talked about it all week. You're not going to gain anything. No one is going to be convinced you're a good team if you beat even if you go out and beat the crap yeah, out of you, Arkansas State. Very few people are going to go now, Memphis. Th- I'm sure some of the diehards will will take solace in it, and I will. it. No, and you can enjoy in it
2: as a fan. You can enjoy
0: it, but, but this not, is not where you're you not, prove not getting. If any... You're a good team. This is where you make sure you. This is where you make sure you're not a bad team. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> <laughs> if you lose this game, it feels like you might be a bad team. And I don't think they're gonna lose this
2: game. Yeah, I most certainly hope not. <laughs> You've, you're betting on it. I've I've taken it that that I'm at halftime. I'm able to watch something else.
0: All right. Are we still talking about? So here's a question: Are we talking more about? The start of the NFL coming out of the weekend? Or what is a, uh, certainly compared to week one, a more loaded week two in college football? What's more compelling to you, opening weekend of NFL or second weekend
2: of college football? So... I don't know, because it's pretty, it's pretty tasty both days. I'm not yeah. sure I have to pick either. Mm. I got my Saturday. I think
0: it might be NFL just based on the fact that we haven't seen anything yet. We haven't seen anything yet, and it's going to happen last. Like It's going to happen sure. Sunday, and we're going we're to get to Monday.
2: All right, here's what I was thinking about last night. So every week one, so let's go from the NFL angle, because I see Mark, for those that are not watching the simulcast, Mark's wearing some lines blue. <laughs> He's, he's he's supporting his Michigan brethren for his Lions uh, Blue. Yeah, you know. And for all the hashtag golf guys out there, you know who you are. Big win for us last night. Um, I think we're going to start getting this 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 move where you can put your tackles a yard and a half <laughs> and they can false start this is what we're gonna be every talking single about? time. That right it's tackle gonna, for the it Chiefs. It is going to become like everyone – that – Mark, it's a copycat leak. But this idea... I will say, like, I didn't understand why they weren't flagging him because it was very obvious he start, he's well, all starting. Well, so Lane Johnson invented this move. or I don't know if he invented it, but he's the first guy I ever remember doing it. And with all due respect to Gabe, our, off- our resident offensive lineman, it's BS. Like, you... This idea that we can just protect all the quarterbacks, like... It'd be like getting a running start Correct. into
0: the 40-yard dash.
2: Exactly. It'd yeah. be like getting it'd be like being able to go downfield on yeah. a motion. Yeah. Like go like It's going like a
0: it's arena football. Correct. Canada football or Canadian football. Is that can it can it, what's the one where you can
2: You can do both in arena and, arena, and in Canadian yeah. they can they can move forward it's before It's absolute BS. Like we've already made it to where you can't hit these quarterbacks and that's fine. Like I I get it, but this idea that you can just allow offensive linemen to blatantly cheat, and then Goodell, in between sips of his Chardonnay last night. Get, is that what you thought it was, get Chardonnay? Terry, get Terry on the line. Get get Terry on the line. Make sure that make sure that they know that this isn't cheating. And then NBC, like, like, well, you know, we've been watching it all night. Basically, the rule is, you have to have your helmet even with the hip of the center, and it was just such BS. Mark, they showed this camera angle that wasn't even down the line. Like, and you're like, Well, how the hell do you know? Like, and I don't honestly care about the being able to get a step back. It's just it is entirely BS that you can just do the go like a complete second before everyone. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I
0: see. I maybe it's because I wasn't I wasn't listening close enough and I wasn't on my phone. Well, then they ended up.
2: The best part was like later on in the game they did end up flagging it.
0: Like I I so I DVR'd the game and was like catching up and like by the middle of the third quarter I had caught up yeah. live and um so I So you probably fast-forwarded through like cuz it that was about when they cuz I just took it as when I was watching it I took it as them talk commenting on it as like almost like the re, like appreciating the fact like kind of it felt like Collinsworth was going this is kind of chicken ass but I credit him for his craftiness.
2: No, I mean, I think there is an element of, well, if he gets away with it. Yeah.
0: Like, there is kind of a. a well, were you surprised by the result? I mean, I was. I I, I just assumed the entire game as I was watching. Uh, the, this is to the Lions. If these are the typical Lions I know, they will put up a good fight and ultimately, like, Mahomes is going to make a couple plays late and they'll win the game. And that never happened. I mean, and it was I, because of his wide receivers, but it never I,
2: happened. I took the Lions money line, mm-hmm. so to say that like I was truly surprised, I'm not. I did think though when they when they gave up the long drive right before the half and mm-hmm. they went down, and then the Chiefs were going to get the ball to start the half. So basically, the Chiefs were going to get a two for one. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy, are you? That o- was their chance. Are
0: you overreacting
2: to this no. result? No, because one
0: way or the other, are you part of the bet was big
2: on the, the line, bigger on the Lions now. I do think this is big for the Lions to win the north. I still don't think well, the Lions Well, I'll say this, like like that man. felt like stealing a win.
0: Well, not just that. Like, you know, we, we joked about like that preseason game was like one of the biggest wins yeah. in like like that was one of the biggest wins in Lions history. Oh, winning no the question. season opening a, game over uh, the defending Super Bowl Banner champions Day? on the road and by the way, in a place that is not known for having visiting fans yeah, like no, they, show up no. like
2: that. That there was, my, was a lot of Lions blue in that my, crowd, a lot my, more than I expected. My wife's first reaction was, "There's a lot of Lions fans here," and I was like, "They're pretty pumped." Like it's the first time they've sold out their season tickets. I think at Ford Field, mm-hmm. so like this is like they are pumped. But the other thing that was, I do think like on Monday we're going to be talking about. There's always on week one we start realizing like officiating stuff that is going to be the emphasis of the year and it's going to drive us insane. I'm predicting that we're going to be driven insane. There's going to be an epidemic around the league of false starting that you get away with. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I am not really like a big, I don't, I I really don't think officials decide as many games as, as they become like the scapegoats for. It felt like last night, the Chiefs get away with murder. Like, Last night, they trip Aiden Hutchison. Hutchison's getting held, like, every single play. They're, they're what a great family, by the way. Oh, uh, by the way, <laughs> remember, remember where you heard it first when I, I let everyone know during hard knocks last year, like, the, the mom and the sisters are insufferable. And it seemed like the entire country last night had had enough of them. With that being said, like, he was getting held on every single play, and then they tripped him, like, openly tripped him. No call right in front of two officials, but guess what, Mark? On the next possession, uh, the Lions running back gets bowled over, and as he's getting bowled over, he trips them. They did flag that. Like, I do think that they have – I think there's some perception problems, but I am looking forward to on Monday us talking about how the NFL is the rigged with officiating. I think that's where we're headed. All right, then in college – then in college – I think the most interesting aspect of it is the SEC's not had a good start. And I think you're 100% right. If they go and they lose these two big ones, or, you know, let's say maybe they lose two out of three if we throw in the Tulane game. Like if Tulane beats Ole Miss and one of either Miami or Texas win that game, I do think you're right that maybe the narrative, because the narrative, everyone can't wait in college football to be like SEC overrated. -hmm. I do think we'll get a healthy dose of that on Monday. Yeah. Well, what are the other. So So the other story is does Colorado keep this going? Yeah.
0: Well, because are there any other. Like Alabama, Texas feels like it has some, you know, some playoff implications. Are there any other games that really feel that way this week? True playoff implications?
2: Um. Not really. Well, like, Oregon goes to Texas Tech, and it's not from a Texas Tech perspective. That like if talking, Oregon's going to run or- the table. If or- you know what I mean? That's not a game Oregon can lose and still probably, like, comfortably say, like, they're in the playoff discussion. Yeah. I suppose you could say they run the table in the Pac-12, and then they'll and be that fine. Same,
0: in that same vein, maybe Notre Dame, NC State. Yeah.
2: Well, I think – so what I do think about Notre Dame is if Notre Dame – goes and, like, handles NC State, because NC State's a pretty good, like, a good test because defensively they're going to be physical, and Hartman's never played well against NC State. If Notre Dame goes and beats them pretty comfortably, casually, I do think you can sit there and go, okay, this Notre Dame team's not, like, fake good. They're real good. Yeah,
0: so, okay. Yeah, I think it's NFL. I think it's a good, there's a good slate of games. There's You've got Rodgers' first game in plus coming out right but we won't be discussing
2: that till tuesday
0: no i know but like we'll be looking ahead to it on monday when we get out of the weekend oh, yeah. like i think it's going to be i think we're going to be talking about you think to NFL. the jets
2: might get some some conversation i
0: think they might um are we still going to be talking about the United States not winning gold at the FIBA World Cup. They lose to Germany this morning.
2: Uh, no, because I think we
0: are final- We are going to get USA-Canada, but only because USA and Canada both blew it in the semifinals and it, are going to play for third place on Sunday. It
2: was nice. As soon as they lost, everyone kind of collectively like, okay, good. Now we get to act like we don't care anymore. Well,
0: my initial reaction was, all right, well, you take solace in this. Remember my, remember my fear when this all started? I was like, I just don't want to see Jaren get hurt in this and have it bleed into the Grizzly season. And at first, I was like, "All right, they're out. At least they're out. They're done. Jaron didn't get hurt. He can come home, get yeah, ready for the, training the camp." But it's like, a "Oh, third... we got to th- We got to play for bronze now." Does anyone can Walker won... Kessler play
2: in this one? Does anyone want a third place game?
0: Yeah. When is it? Well, you know, sometimes the... it's good. Like Canada might like yeah, Canada might win, saying, like because for... it's like a big deal. For, you know, they, I don't know if they've ever
2: medal. But this, at one is of these like, things. this is like this is like no win scenario for Team USA. Now, here's the so one it... the one good thing about this loss mm-hmm. that I am truly soaking up mm-hmm. watching all the conversation about Steve Kerr. This oh. is on Kerr, <laughs> all on Kerr, fire Kerr, go get Jay Wright, go get Coach K back. Like, I, I, all of it, I'm eating it up, loving it. Yeah, well, it's, it is interesting. He
0: is taking a lot of heat. I do wonder, does this lose him? the? Uh, do you keep him as Olympic coach? You
2: can't fire him. I suspect that he had a deal with Grant Hill. Yeah, that he's going to be the Olympic you, coach Correct. Next like year you too. have to sit there and you do this, but it's so It you does can go- feel like
0: it felt like to me cuz like I don't as much as people are clamoring about Kurt, like ultimately it did strike me as I just I was watching the end of the game going, well, like let's we should just send our best to the Olympic. Like Steph can we convince Steph and LeBron and KD and certainly Devin Booker and Anthony Davis, all those guys would be on the on the team over some of the guys that are on right now. Yeah, very no, clearly. I,
2: I I think in general, like but, if we get we got to get my best. Fear. Here's my fear. I'm with you on the send the best. Mm-hmm. I think though the problem when you start doing it that way, I think there becomes like it it gets it gets who's LeBron's friends, and then you get some other guys that like yeah. Well, I suspect LeBron won't play next year. He's
0: but like Devin Booker will play. I bet you if Steve Kerr is coaching,
2: he can get Steph to play. Yeah, but then you know that means freaking Draymond's playing. Like, my problem with it is...
0: I- the roster construction this time clearly was not... Whether whether it was because guys said no or because they picked the wrong guys, this team felt too flawed. Like, honestly, like honest, I, I thought it exposed some things about... Like, I thought you got the full... Anyone who watched this team and hadn't watched a lot of yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr., I think you saw all of it. Like all the things that make him so tantalizing and good right now, but also some of the things that are still limiting yeah, him I, right now. I guess I guess this was
2: my problem. The way that they constructed the team he played into his like worst. Correct. Things. Like that yeah. was not ever going to be a good like a good setup for No, him. they
0: were it was interesting. Do you I don't know if you know him, Nate Jones. He's like an agent in NBA, but he's like very active on Twitter. And really, an
2: agent getting <laughs> his name out there.
0: Yeah, well, he's like very popular in NBA Twitter, so to speak. Mm. Um, and he tweeted this. I thought this was—I don't know if this is true or not, um, but that sounds like a good agent. Good. I have no idea if this is true, but an agent put it out there. Well, he basically said, uh, "Let me see if I can." God, he tweets a lot. Um retweets a lot. I thought the I biggest give. issue for USA in this tournament has been Jaron Jackson Jr. They put their eggs on him being as impactful as he is in the NBA and he just wasn't. And that's not just on Jaron or JJJ. You got to go into a tournament with more optionality at center.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. To me like that's
0: that is The, the problem was the problem is Jaron's not a great rebounder and they like to play him at the 5 You're banking on him rebounding. I agree, but you, like, they knew that. No, I know they should. It sounds like like I didn't watch enough of these games to really like. You hear the chorus online of they needed to move Jaron to the four, like that he is with the Grizzlies.
2: I mean, there's no question, but they played like the Warriors play, except there wasn't Steph and there wasn't Clay. Mm -hmm. Like it was.
0: Kerr will change that for the next Olympics. No, I bet he goes to try to
2: get Steph. Yeah, just so guys, you get the Warriors. Yeah, like, and, and especially uh,
0: Kavon Looney's an Olympian this and instead year. <laughs> of, and instead of
2: maybe you know, if you can't if you can't do the clay thing, which I hope they don't, that Booker takes that role. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah.
2: And that and, I'll say this:
0: Booker and Clay is like your lead guys. That's uh, it's pretty formidable. B- Booker Booker and Steph? Booker and Steph, yeah, Yes, yeah. Booker and Steph, Excuse me. No, yeah. I'm with you. I I want it to be the best. The problem if you is you get gets, KD in there too, and then the rumor is the the. And if, if we are Americans, this is how it'll go down. It sounds like for the first time ever, we we have a true Olympian free agent in Joel Embiid because mm. he can play for either. I believe it's France or America technically because he's never. I thought he's Camero- Cameroon. I thought he's from Cameroon. Yes, but I believe he's never played.
2: If oh. he hasn't declared, yeah, he hasn't declared a thing. Is he a citizen? I mean, I guess we can we can do what we do in soccer, where it's like he can
0: play for France or America
2: because he has American citizenship. Do we so. have a do we have an army base somewhere near, like within like a hundred miles? Because that's kind of like what we do in soccer.
0: Um, he's a native of Cameroon, but he gained citizenship in both France and the United States last year. Joel Embiid is trying to maneuver himself to get a gold He's trying to figure out how how to get a be a featured <laughs> he's guy. Give,
2: he's given up on the he's given up on a real trophy. He wants to go get a gold medal. Well, he's, he's given getting...
0: up on trying to do it with Cameroon. Was this new, <laughs> is this the new is this the new mellow? Um I guess so, but we have a true Olympian Olympic free agent this year. And so he, he would solve those center problems if you can get him on Team USA. Yeah and then inevitably he'd get hurt there. <laughs> Yeah, but then you've got, you know, and then it'll be interesting to see if Jaron did enough to get earn himself a spot. It I suspect it'll come down to whether Joel Embiid plays for the United States or not. If he does. And then, like, a Bam. Yeah. Bam and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I would guess certainly Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis are ahead of Jaron on the pecking order, and I would bet. <laughs> Because Bam won gold in the last Olympics, well, and he's he, also ahead of Jaren. Bam Jarren. is a good rebounder. Yes, he's also ahead of Jaron on that pecking order. Will they? Would they take four? I don't, I don't know. But I don't know if we'll be talking about it coming out of the weekend, though. It's still just the FIBA World Cup.
2: All right, we got Alabama and Texas. It's a big one. Let's talk about it with Blake Topmeyer next, right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN.
1: Otto and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the next generation
3: 10G network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey show on 92.9 FM ESPN.
2: Blake Toddmeyer the SEC columnist for the USA Today Sports Network. You can read his work over commercialappeal.com. It's podcast, SEC Football Unfiltered, is available each and every week wherever you get your podcast. He's on Twitter, at Meyer Blake, I presume you're headed to Tuscaloosa?
4: That I am, yeah, which, uh, according to Steve Spreer, is not the biggest uh, game this weekend. He's more interested in uh, Colorado, Nebraska, which, fair enough, but uh, inside SEC land, it's uh, all eyes on Alabama Texas. I also
2: <laughs> low-key got my eye on, uh, is Furman good still? Oh, come on.
4: I don't think so.
2: Why? <laughs> uh, I just don't like Shane's attitude right now, and I think they kind of stink.
4: Well, it, it was it was really the chain gang's
2: fault. Yeah, the, the hot dogs at halftime. you gotta, you got to watch out for that.
4: Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's the type of stuff that's not going to play well uh, if these losses mount. And some of the issues that we've raised in recent weeks about South Carolina, yeah, those were exposed last weekend. It is, it's the Spencer Rattler show and not much else. And, you know, although it's all too easy to criticize him after the loss, I know some fans were, you know, mad about one of his fourth down passes that didn't get to the sticks. Like, I mean, by and large, Spencer Rattler did, for the most part, what he needed to do, but he was under constant duress. He's throwing passes to former backup quarterbacks. Like, yeah, South Carolina does not have the supporting cast it needs to put around Spencer Rattler.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. If you watched that game and you thought he was the problem, then we watched a completely different football game,
4: for sure. Uh, for we sure.
0: we talked about it at the top of the show, Blake. But you know, it wasn't uh, obviously no one got knocked off in the SEC. Who's like a title contender? Well, LSU, got- LSU. I guess that's right. But yeah, they, they got, yeah, LSU got knocked out of the mix, but. In general, it was kind of a lackluster opening weekend for the SEC, kind of blah, um, nothing that impressive. And then this weekend, it's really interesting with all these different non-conference matchups they have, whether it's Bama against Texas, you've got Ole Miss-Tulane, A&M-Miami, um, Mississippi State, who are they? Who are they, Cal? Arizona.
2: Arizona, but it's Auburn-Cal, Auburn-At-Cal, Cal, Cal,
0: yeah. Auburn-At-Cal, um, what do you, <clears throat> what do you make of this weekend? Can the SEC will the SEC go undefeated in these these sort of marquee non-conference games against Power Five opponents?
4: Yeah, I think based on what we saw last week, I would hesitate to say they go undefeated. It, it really was a true stumble out of the gates for the conference. And I know, yeah, I mean, Georgia is still the SEC's best bet to win a national championship, and Alabama. You know, if they get through this weekend against Texas, I think we'll. Start to look a little bit differently at Alabama, um, and maybe start to look at them as a playoff team. Uh, but there's no denying it was it was a rough go in week one. Uh, you know, three games against top 25 opponents, and the SEC went 0-3 in those games when you had uh, uh, Florida losing to Utah, the aforementioned South Carolina, North Carolina, and then LSU, Florida State. So it was it was a bad look for the league last week, and it, it was more than just a bad look. Like. I mean, LSU, one of the, you know, couple teams, a couple few teams, you could say, from this conference that were true playoff contenders coming into the year, now they've left themselves with zero margin for error. Uh, as I wrote this week, in the playoff era, there's never been a team to lose its season opener and qualify for the college football playoff. I mean, I know the easy narrative is, oh, that's the best time to lose a game because you have the whole rest of the season to recover from it. Well, that's true, but it's just been a bad omen when teams lose that first game, they no team has ever recovered to make the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the SEC probably handles most of its business this week. But I am interested by that that Auburn-Cal game. I mean, I think Auburn is a is like a six and a half betting favorite. Correct. Might be in the road team, and Cal's got Ben Finley as their quarterback. Uh, you know, who was playing at the end of last season for NC State, played in that NC State win over North Carolina. So, I don't know. I think that could be a, a, a sneaky, uh, I guess, upset potential with the, the home team being the underdog. Well, and
2: Cal, Cal has finally started playing the game. Like, they took, like, 20-something transfers last year. I want to say maybe, like, 21. And, again, I have no idea how good North Texas is, but I know Cal beat the absolute hell out of them. Like, that, that, was, that was kind right. of a trendy upset pick taking North Texas at home, and Cal just left absolutely no doubt, and – I still don't know what Auburn is. I mean, I know they they covered against they covered against UMass, but I don't know. I mean, I I, I just that that is a fascinating watch me because I know the last time Freeze was supposed to be the head coach when Ole Miss went out to Cal and then he got fired, you know, right before the season, and they got curb stomped out there. So Wilcox Wilcox, I think, will be probably pretty prepared for them.
4: Yeah, and it's. It's one of those Pac-12 after dark slots. I think it kicks off at 10 Eastern time. Um, you know, so locally it's prime time. but it's, I, I, The weird things can happen in that time slot. I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying Auburn will lose, but um, I guess if I was throwing some money around, which I don't, but if I were, I might be tempted by Cal for that one as, as a home team getting six and a half points. Um, you know, maybe Auburn wins, but in a, in a tight one. I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch... I watched several SEC games last weekend because I was covering uh, LSU on Sunday night, so it freed me up all day Saturday. Uh, Auburn, Auburn-UMass Auburn, was not one that made its way onto my dial, so I was I was just relying on highlights there. But, um, you know, based on the stat line and the highlights, it was like Peyton
2: Thorne was, I guess, okay for Auburn. He, but he looked – I know you find this hard to believe. Leader. He looked like Peyton Thorne.
4: Exactly, and, and j- just same way Graham Mertz looked like Graham Mertz in Week One in Florida, right? Like no, the more Florida alarming thing were...
2: was that Graham Mertz looked like Graham Mertz, and he really wasn't the problem. Like they had way more exactly. problems than Graham Mertz. That was the bigger issue. Totally,
4: yeah. Their offense, Florida's offensive line was uh, was terrible. Special teams a disaster. Penalties. The defense looked slow. Yeah, same same way with Spencer Rattler. Like you know, the easy criticism sometimes with the quarterback. But I mean, Graham Mertz threw for a
2: career high. It's his first ever 300-yard um, passing game.
4: Right. Yeah, Yeah. Florida has so many other problems beyond him. And, and yeah, I think with Auburn, they got what I think they're probably going to get from Peyton Thorn throughout most of the way, which is a lower half of the conference quarterback, but still better than, than any of their options last year. Um, and I know from watching the highlights, obviously Hugh's going to use Robbie right. Ashford. Uh, he's going to do Hugh.
2: Run. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he'll use Robbie Asher in the red zone. Um, So, I I mean, I think Auburn's going to be more exciting than they were last year, definitely, but if there's a team in danger of maybe upset alert, I I would look at them. And I think Alabama-Texas is going to be tight. I I like Alabama to win, but uh, it's funny, I'm driving down to Alabama to cover that game, and I I bumped into an Alabama fan earlier while I was stopped and uh, asked her how she felt about tomorrow, feeling confident. And she said, uh, "No, I'm more in wait to see mode." So that was that was straight huh. from the mouth of ammunition there.
2: It's fascinating because I I get it. It's it's MTSU, and but I kind of saw why I think Saban likes this team. Like that team is physical, and I think it's more in the style of what he would want. And while if if Texas can get Milrow into obvious passing situations. Well, I don't really love Bama's chances, but I'm convinced Bama can run it on them.
4: It's going to be a tough test because I do think, um, you know, when we think about Big 12 teams, we kind of think, oh, they're soft; they throw it all over the yard.
2: No, it's That's weirdly kind of defensively. <laughs> right?
4: Yeah, it has morphed over the years, and Texas has morphed along with it. Like, you know, while while Texas was wandering through the desert and in, in a decade since Mac Brown. Like a lot of those teams were pretty soft, but the past two years, you know, last year going into this year, Texas plays like an SEC team. Um, they got all five starters back on their offensive line. Uh, now one of them is no longer starting, but but all five of them are back. Uh, their their front six is a veteran group. I think they start exclusively juniors and seniors uh, on their D line and their linebacking core. Jalen Ford, their linebacker in the middle of it all, is really good, All America caliber player. So. I think it's going to be kind of strength on strength, right? Like Alabama believes in its offensive line. That's the way it wants to win games. Uh, You want to let Jalen Milrow run around around a little bit. Uh, But I think Texas really likes its defensive front as well. And, you know, in that clash in the trenches last year, it was advantage Texas. Uh, Bryce Young bailed out Alabama. I think Alabama's hope this year is that they don't need the quarterback to bail them out so much, and, and they might have have the linemen to do it, but I, I think this is going to be a real proving ground for Alabama. That's that's going to tell us a lot about whether this is a, a, a true contender for, for the college football playoff.
2: I got a real radio question for you. You ready? Ooh. Yeah. Who needs to win more?
4: Ooh, yeah. Uh,
2: I may go with Alabama. Okay, I want to make sure I'm not insane because I feel the same way. If yeah. te-
0: Texas loses, it's just like oh, Texas and another big spot doesn't doesn't well, rise and the, up. And there's
2: also not shame losing on the road at Alabama. Yeah, that too.
4: That's, that's what I feel. Yeah, Saban's lost so few home games throughout his tenure. His last
2: non-conference uh, home loss was year one against Louisiana Monroe. There's your trivia question.
4: Fascinating. In Texas Sark's Sark's job status, his his footing. Texas's season. Is not going to be defined by the outcome of this game. It's going to be, do they win the Big Twelve? They play in the Big Twelve championship. Like that, that's what Texas needs to do. It needs to, it needs to show up on Saturday. And certainly, some portions of that fan base are not going to be uh, excited or or uh, happy about a competitive loss. But I don't think that's going to be what defines Texas' season. The conference play will define what happens then. For Alabama, you lose a week two game against Texas. Knowing the minefield you got to go through in the SEC and then a possible, you know, what might wait in Atlanta if you're fortunate enough to make it there. Yeah, like, I, I think it could be a defining moment for Alabama's season if they were to lose. I think it would be the defining moment. Um, is taking it on the chin from Texas at home in week two. Yeah, I think Alabama needs it more.
2: What'd you make of Tennessee last week?
4: You know, it took care of business, I thought. Like, I thought a lot of. What I expected. Virginia is terrible. Uh, one of the worst Power Five teams in the country. I know it's, you know, it's a great, great story that they were out there playing, given, uh, you know, the tragedy last year that, that directly affected not just their university, um, but the loss of life from their team. So all that, duly noted. But it, it, just in terms of pure football, uh, Virginia is not a good football team, and, and Tennessee proved that. You know, so it's like there were some encouraging signs I thought from Tennessee's defense. Their pass defense looked better. They were able to de- generate pass rush, but every time I found myself thinking that, I just kept coming back to the caveat of, well, look yeah. at the opponent. Yeah. You know, it, it really wasn't a good measuring stick. Joe Milton played about the, the way I thought he would. Uh, I don't think, I don't think that the Virginia game is going to tell us whether Joe Milton is is the guy to get. Tennessee back to new year six. I think maybe we might have to wait until the Texas A and M game, honestly, before we really know that. Uh, the run game I thought looked good. I thought that was a good sign. I think that's going to be that's that's a sneaky good unit of Josh Heupel's teams year in, year out, whether he was at UCF, Missouri's offensive coordinator, now coaching Tennessee. Everybody thinks about the tempo and the quarterbacks, but he almost always has good run games and, and Jalen Wright, you know, looked great for them. So I don't know. I thought it was about what I expected, given given the match. I
0: do know. Alabama may have swallowed him up. Oh, there we go. There he's back. We lost you for a sec, yeah, Blake.
4: I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Yeah, cutting out what Tennessee has. Um, we thought maybe South Carolina, maybe Florida, but those two teams look so bad week one, we may not know until October just how good this Tennessee team is.
2: No, I think that's the problem. All right, we'll wrap up here. What do you make of this Ole Miss two-lane game?
4: I like Ole Miss. I've been, you know, in the weeks leading up to the season, I was cooling on South Carolina, and I was heating up uh, on my outlook of Ole Miss and Kentucky. Now, Kentucky, even though they won by a lopsided margin, didn't inspire a lot of confidence in week one. Ole Miss, I know they're playing an SCS opponent, But I couldn't ignore the fact that Jackson Dart completed his first
1: 11 passes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better